Hey guys, welcome back to a brand new episode. Hey, okay, so tonight I want to talk about some dis or not Disney, some films that I feel like did not get the love they deserved in the 2000s. Now, these are films that came out around the same time as like your Harry Potter, your Lord of the Rings, and your Parts of the Caribbean. Just films that I like, I felt like they were really, really good. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely not movies that, in my opinion, got the love that they deserve. So it's time to talk about them and kind of talk about why I like these films. Now, these are all films I've seen um, and I just really have good things to say about. So I'm not even sure where to start. Let's start with, um, okay, I think we'll start with, in my opinion, in my opinion, the weakest film, <coughs> excuse me, of this lineup that I have. Um, again, these are films from like the early to mid 2000s. So again, the time that Harry Potter was like, you know, big Lord of the Rings, Pirates of the Caribbean, things like that. So let's talk. The first one I really want to bring up is Alex Ryder, Operation Stormbreaker, which stars, um, I think his name is, I always say his name wrong. And Ian McGuire, Ian McGuire, McGregor, Ian McGregor. Correct? Sure. Um, <clears throat> I think Bill Nye's in it. Like, um, not Bill Nye the Science Guy, but like, yeah. Um, Alex Pettifer is in it. I think that's one of his first films. Alicia Silverstone and uh, Mickey Rourke are all in this movie. Um, and it's just a movie about like a teenage spy. <clears throat> it was, to me, it was, it was cute. It was, it was a cute film. It wasn't like the greatest movie ever. No, but it was fun. It was an action-packed little fun movie. And I feel like a lot of people just did not watch this movie or knew that it existed. Now, now, by the way, when I mentioned that I like these films, I'm not saying that they're as good as their book counterparts at all. I understand a lot of these films, which is why they didn't do as well, is that they are not as good as their books. So I'm not saying like, oh yeah, this movie's as good as its book. I'm not saying that, but I am saying that there is, <coughs> excuse me, an entertainment value to these films that is just not really being loved or respected. And I think that's because they're based off books and a lot of people who love the books just cannot separate at all, which I get it to, to a degree. There are some movies that I'm like, this is terrible, but I have to say, I think Alex Ryder Operation Stormbreaker isn't the worst. It's not a terrible movie at all. And I think if you guys haven't seen it, maybe give it a chance, maybe give it a chance. The next film, <clears throat> I want to talk about is I'm going to say the city of ember that one to me was another one of my like of this list my least favorites but I still liked the movie um I thought it was a, a charming movie it wasn't terrible now <clears throat> I will say I have not read this book or book series so right after that I want to tell you that I haven't so if you're like if you've read the book you'll you'll hate this I understand. I I, I, do, I do get to a degree what you're talking about. However, comma, I still think the movie itself is a decent film. And I think if you go in not reading some of the books, then you might like some of these movies for what they are. I don't, I don't know. Like sometimes you just have to look at media for what it is, not what it could or should be. Sometimes, sometimes. And I think <clears throat> for a lot of these films, that's what it is. Instead of looking at it and going, well, this is nothing like what was written, kind of just go in and just think of it as its own thing. Now, if you're talking about like, oh God, what, what was the movie that I could not stand? Um, is it City of Bones? Is that what it was? I forgot what it was, oh my God. I forgot what it was, but uh, Jamie Campbell Bauer from Stranger Things is in it, and Lily Collins was in it. I forgot what those movies were called. I forgot to see. 
see. But I read the first two books and when I watched that movie, I was like, this is not it. Like, this is just... Uh, Beautiful Creatures was another one. I didn't hate Beautiful Creatures, but it wasn't my jam. Anyway, yeah, City of Ember, decent film. I liked it. I think the acting was really good in it. I think that overall it was a cute movie. And so that's that's where I'm going to stay with that. So if you haven't seen City of Ember, if you haven't seen um, Alex Ryder, Operation Stormbreaker, maybe give them a watch. The next film I want to talk about in this is probably going to be The Seeker, The Darkness is Rising. Again, I know these are based off books and I know somebody's like, but the books were better. I get it. I totally get it. However, I think I have to give credit to this movie. You know, this is um, Alexander Ludwig, who I love, also from The Hunger Games. Um, oh, he's also from, uh, what is he from? He's from Escape to Witch Mountain or... Is that what it is? No, it's not. It's the third Witch Mountain movie with The Rock in it. I forgot what it's called, though. Anyway. <clears throat> um, right. Getting back to... I'm sorry. Getting back to my point. Yeah, I, I liked this movie. I, I thought it was a decent film. Could it have been more fleshed out? Yes. And I think that with sequels, it would have been allowed to be. And by the way, a lot of these films, if they had had the sequel um, and made enough money, um, they would have definitely, I think, been better... Um, fleshed out and I think uh, this one to me even as a standalone film it doesn't bother me I think it's an actually decent standalone movie there are worse um, out there I didn't think this was that bad I, I liked this movie actually I think it was kind of cool um, I like what they did with with a lot of the the uh, the fun moments when he's finding some of the the, the mystical things um again I did not read the books uh for, for this series but I did know people who have read the books or at least the first two books and they said it was they were decent um they're not the biggest fan of the movie but they don't think it's horrible and I don't either I'm sorry but I, I don't now I know like if I haven't read it then maybe I shouldn't have an opinion on it I guess in in a way but as a moviegoer myself I just found this movie enjoyable and I've seen it a few times because I just I liked it I thought you know for what it was it was a decent film could it have been better yeah it could have been better but was it terrible no and I feel like that's what you know this list is it's a list of movies that I feel like are not as bad as like maybe some people thought or maybe as bad as we claim them to be the next one in this list oh my gosh I I like I want to go with some of the more controversial ones that people are like no it's bad because I said it is but then I want to go with some ones that are not that terrible so I guess we're going to go with bedtime stories next with Adam Sandler um and Courtney Cox and I thought this movie was a really cute movie um overall I didn't think it was a bad movie at all really I thought it was just something cute that Disney put out um and I you know it at the, at the time there was a lot of like you know mythical movies as all these films pretty much are about kids and their imaginations and this one was a little bit different because it was like plays out like a storybook sort of um and I'm not a really big fan of Adam Sandler he doesn't really do it for me but I liked him in this movie I liked him playing the uncle that's just kind of like thrust into this world of like sort of make-believe with these kids and then things coming out and and being you know magical in his own world I just thought it was cute it was really cute to see Adam Sandler kind of play this part um it was something it was just something different I think for me um and yeah I, I really feel like this movie just did not get the the props or the love that it deserved um I think it came out around the time like a little bit after Enchanted and to me I loved Enchanted Enchanted was a really really good movie um and I think this movie is kind of like 
another one. It, it, wrote, it doesn't remind me of Enchanted exactly, but it kind of does. And it was really, Carrie Russell also from the Mickey Mouse Club is also in this, and Felicity, she's also in this too. Um, so it's a really, really good movie. I thought it was very cute. And doubling on that, the next film is Imagine That with Eddie Murphy. Another movie about kids just kind of using their imaginations and being, you know, in a movie with comedians where, where magical, interesting things happen. I really did like that. I think these two films are really great. I also love the fact that Eddie Murphy is in this film with this little girl and it's it's like a family of color. I do love that because a lot of the films I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be listing um, are not. They're not films that feature or prominently feature people of color. Neither are the films that were big at the time with Pirates of the Caribbean, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings. I'm not saying that people of color didn't exist in those films. There are a few in Harry Potter for sure. Um, a lot of the you know background characters. There are some in Pirates of the Caribbean. Zoe Saldana, who is um, of mixed descent, she's in the first film. And then we have the actress who plays um, Calypso, one of my favorite characters in the Pirates saga, is in uh, numbers two and three, I think. I don't think she comes back for four and five, but she is in that one, uh, those two. And I loved her character in those two films. Um, we've also had some other characters that, that have come in there. So, <coughs> excuse me. Imagine that was really fun. It was fun to see Eddie Murphy play dad because he does a great job. Eddie Murphy plays a really great job does a great job of being a dad. He did a really great pivot from being like, you know, raunchy comedy to also dad in, in movies with Daddy Daycare, which is one of my favorite Eddie Murphy films. I love that movie. And then of course this one and another film we're gonna talk about on this list too that did not get enough credits. Um, he's also a dad in that film too. So he does a really, really good job being the dad part. And I, I would recommend both of these bedtime stories and imagine that for you guys to watch them the same night. They're really, really cute movies. Very fun for the whole family. Um, next, I don't know, this is hard. This is where it gets a little bit harder. You know, I'm gonna talk about, cause I think a lot of these films people haven't even heard of. Um, so I'm gonna do another one that you might not have heard of and that's going to be The Thief Lord. Now The Thief Lord is another one that I liked as well. I'm not really going into too much of plot in these films, am I? I apologize. Some of them I haven't seen in years, but I remember loving them when I watched them. I'm like, this is not getting enough credit. So I think I'll talk about a few of them um, in a little more depth. So The Thief Lord is about a story about two brothers. Uh, one played by, um, oh God, Aaron Johnson from um, Kick-Ass. <coughs> and uh, he's been something else too. Oh, duh, he's Quicksilver from the Avengers. Um, so he and his younger brother are two orphans and um, basically they run into the the thief lord who's a young boy with his like little band of of bad kids who like well, not bad kids but misunderstood kids will say who like to steal things um they are living with their aunt i believe and the aunt wants to keep the younger brother but not the elder brother and so they both decide to run away uh the older brother wants to run away by himself but then the the younger brother's like don't leave me here yada yada, yada. so then the investigator who's trying to get them you know trying to trying to take the kids back he ends up kind of like falling for the two as in like you know he wants to be their guardian sort of he just wants to help them get out of trouble well <clears throat> they find the thief lord who finds or who is is looking for like the fountain of youth um there's like this little i guess like carnival carousel thing that if you ride it you can go backwards to be younger um but also he found out that if you go forward that you can become older so there's like little signs hidden around um like the city they live in um which i think is vienna um, but it's a it's a beautiful little story it's a really really good movie i was actually when i first watched it 
I was really, I mean, I was young when I first watched it, but I was taken aback by how good I thought it was. And I was kind of shocked that like, it wasn't a bigger deal. It kind of, <clears throat> it kind of reminds me of The Borrowers uh, with Tom Felton, like the, the one from the, the 90s. I think House is in that one too. I think he is, and the guy who plays uh, Father Brown. I think they're all in that movie. A lot of Harry Potter characters or people from Harry Potter um, or just things you would know um, from like British television were in that movie. And it, were, it was a really, really good movie. Slughorn plays uh, Ariete's father, because uh, the borrowers, and she has a brother, Tom Felton's character, I think was created for the movie actually. And I thought it was, uh, John Goodman's in it too. And I thought it was just a fun movie. It was just a little fun film. And this movie kind of reminds me of that. It's one of those movies I'm like, this is sort of like a hidden gem. Like a lot of people don't even know about this movie and it's really good and they should know more about it. So I really do like The Thief Lord. It's a really good movie. And The Thief Lord himself, he's also kind of trying to be liberated. He's trying to be liberated from, uh, it's a spoiler, but he's trying to be liber liberated from something and making his own decisions. Um, so he wants to take the, uh, the, the carousel or whatever forward, just like the brother does. Um, Cause they're like, if I go forward, I can kind of emancipate myself. So you gotta watch it. Cute, cute movie. I really did like that film. Um, let's see, what should we talk about next? Oh, I mean, this one isn't like, unpopular some of these on the list are not exactly unpopular but i still feel like they did not get the love they deserve the next one is going to be bridge to terabithia um which oh, if i can remember their names i josh hudgerson and anna sophia robb who played alexander ludwig's sister in the uh race to witch mountain movie with the rock there we go um anyway so yeah this movie is a really cute one again based off a book i remember reading this book in like middle school elementary school and so when the movie came out i was like wait a minute <laughs> wait a minute i've read this i know what happens somebody dies in this there's no way they're gonna do this in this movie there's no way it's gonna happen and it does and i have to say i feel like it had like the way it was handled was so well it was just well done it was a well done well handled moment in the film um another one of you know another disney film that really does really well at talking about childhood grief um which i think is an important subject because i think a lot of films particularly from i, I don't want to say particularly from disney but disney has been i think a, a go-to for a lot of families for for like softer subjects, you know what I mean? Or like like just lighthearted subjects, let's say that. Um, but this was one of those Disney films where it's like, actually it's it's gonna get a little dark and it's gonna be a little sad. And it's not an animated film, it's a live action film. And that's something that I think was, I, I really commend Disney for, um, was bringing this story to the screen the way they did. And you, you feel something for these characters. And it's just, I don't know, like, I really loved the ending of this movie. And it just, like, it was very satisfying. Because I was really sad, too, when I was, like, just thinking about it, because I had read the book before, just thinking about this becoming a movie, I was like, oh, I don't like this. Like, a Disney movie? Oh, I don't like this. And then I watched it, and I was like, I really love the way they handled it, though. Like, they handled this so well. And so I really have to say, you need to watch it. Um, it's basically about a boy and his sister um they're not like the popular kids in school at all the boy gets picked on um he has like a school bully that doesn't like him a new girl moves to town and just kind of tries to be like more optimistic and upbeat and they become the best of friends and that's just kind of he learns how to deal with you know trauma and grief and things like that over the, the course of the film and it's just a really 
good story. I really loved the story of that movie. Um, where should we go next? I don't know. Oh, I guess I'll talk about this one. Um, <coughs> Inkheart, uh, starring Brendan Fraser. Another film that I feel like a lot of people didn't even really know was a thing. And, like, even some of my friends who are commenting on it are like, I didn't know that was a thing. I had to, what is this? It's, I, I know Brendan Fraser. I love his work. What is this movie? Um, I cannot remember the synopsis for this film. It's, again, I have this movie. But it's been so long since I've watched it. And I remember when I watched it that I loved it. And I've seen it twice. So I know that I did, like, normally I'll watch something once to see, like, how do I feel about that? I don't know. And then I'll watch it a second time. And if I like it by that second time, I'll be like, oh, I like this film. And this was another one of those. Inkart was another film that I liked. Um, I believe it kind of has, like, <clears throat> the bedtime stories. Imagine that sort of thing to it. Where it's like he's reading something and it comes to life if I'm not mistaken. Um, so it's, it's a really good movie. It's Brendan Fraser. You can trust him to do decent work. Or, like, as in, he's a great actor. But I mean, like, he'll be in films that are, like, normally pretty decent. So... I feel like his name alone is like enough credibility for the film to be checked out. So I would watch it, see what you think. I thought it was a good movie. I thought it deserved more credit than it's been given. Um, looking through all the films. I pretty much talked about all the bottom half except for like one film. Um, next one I think we'll talk about is The Spiderwick Chronicles, which stars Freddie Highmore. Uh, he plays twins in that one. Um, good movie. I, like, I liked it. I, I really liked this movie. I thought it was a cute movie. I thought, you know, again, the acting was really good. Everything was well done. Um, does it differ from the, the novel? Yes. Um, I believe this one is, well, see, a lot of these, a lot of these movies take from several books in a series, not just like one book in particular, because I guess they feel like there's not much in each book so that they have to kind of like combine and things like that which again does like frustrate the reader and make things difficult when they make changes to movies i completely understand that um but yeah i just thought this was a decent movie i thought it was solid i think freddie highmore just i don't know like to me he 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 makes good choices in films as an actor not everything he, he does is like an instant classic but I think he does a really good job. And I think this movie does a great job too. I love this, the, the sister as well. Um, I, I, I just liked the story of this one. You know, I liked, you know, finding out the different creatures and what they can do and, and, and just like, I don't know, all of it was really intriguing. Him playing twins was really intriguing to me too. That was like my favorite part of the whole movie is the fact that he's playing two characters in one. It was, it was, it was kind of cool. I, I really did like that part of this movie. Um, the next one is, <clears throat> the Golden Compass. Now, again, I have not read the Golden Compass series. I read, I, mm, that's not true. I read the first book and I was in high school. Um, and then there were, I think, two other films from his Dark Materials that I did not read. Um, I'm a huge fan of Chronicles of Narnia. And so this was kind of like the anti-Chronicles of Narnia film. Um, where in the Chronicles of Narnia, like the animals are kind of like free to make their own decisions and they're kind of like empowered to do so um and this they are like they're um they're considered their human's demon so basically they're like i guess the if I, if I remember correctly they're like the more bad part or savage part of each human um 
versus where in like you know the Carnage of Narnia most of the animals are seen as like beautiful and and majestic and things they're not as much in these stories um and so like, I like I don't know I, I liked the first film uh the only film um and I, I thought it was decent. Nicole Kidman's in this movie. Daniel Craig is in this movie. Uh, just to name drop some of the actors that are in this. Uh, Ava Green is in this movie as well. Um, it's, it's just, it's a decent film. There's, there's, uh, Freddie Highmore is in this film as well. He plays, uh, Lyra's little demon. Um, just a, a good movie. It was, to me, I, I liked it. I, I thought it was different, um, Again, comparing it to, like, The Chronicles of Narnia, I, I did like it because I felt like these were completely different films on a different spectrum. And so, to me, I, I mean, I loved Narnia. And so, watching this, I was like, you know, I, I like this, too. This is not a terrible film by any means. Um, <clears throat> I would suggest you give it a watch. Again, most of these books, most of these movies kind of go in with the knowledge of, okay, there is a book. The book is not going to really factor into this for me. Just kind of see it as its own thing don't see it as well this is not what i read or this is not what i remember just kind of go in and give it its own you know let it be its own thing and if, if you like it great if you don't understandable but just kind of like go in without going like having the knowledge that okay this is something that i read or this is a book that i can read but kind of like leave that at the door and just kind of give yourself a chance to see the movie and maybe maybe you'll like it maybe you'll enjoy it um what is next we're almost done i promise oh my goodness i'm gonna go with this one stardust stardust is another one that i'm really surprised that it i'm sure it has like i'm sure a lot of these films by now have cult followings or at least some of them and i wouldn't i feel like in fact i feel like i know that stardust has a cult following because i mean just some of the names in this film i'm about to drop on you um Michelle Pfeiffer. You guys all know her. She is Catwoman in uh, the Batman film with Michael Keaton, um, the, the sequel, Batman Returns. Um, you know her from, I think she's in Scarface. Uh, you know her from that. You know her from The Witches of Eastwick, another really great movie. Um, she's just what lies beneath. She's been in so many really, really good films. She's a great actress. People love her. Um, she's referencing a Bruno Mars song. Um, you know her. And of course, Robert De Niro, another who doesn't know who like you know who Robert De Niro is and this role that he plays in this one is just like a complete standout role for him like I when I first watched this movie and I saw him like in this part I was like I officially love this film like I, it was already good but I love it and what's great about you know Stardust is it touches on some kind of dark themes like the witches in this movie are not nice people at all they do some horrific mean-spirited crap in this movie like as much as there are moments you like Michelle Fiverr's character you also kind of remember that she and her sisters are are terrible and then there's like the, the the royal family um and all the bad things that happen within the royal family is just absolutely terrible and then like you feel bad for Claire Danes who's the main character she is the star you feel so bad for her character because of all the crap that she has to go through. Um, and it's just, it's such a sad movie, but it's also a really good movie too. Like, I like how this movie really does the good balance of light and dark. It's not like just, oh man, this movie's so dark, it's terrible. But it's, it's like, yeah, there's a lot of dark themes in this, but it's also really eye-catching and entertaining. So it does a really great job of doing that. Um, you should give Stardust a watch. I don't want to give too much of it away, but I just want to say that if you have not seen Stardust, give it a shot because it's actually 
a pretty good movie. Um, a really good movie. Not even pretty good. It's a really good movie. Next movie, I'm going to say this one is the, the one I was talking about that was kind of like controversial because you either love it or you hate it. Um, and I know a lot of people who hate this movie. And no, I'm not talking about what you might be thinking I'm talking about. You might be thinking I'm talking about Aragon. I'm talking about um, Lemony Snicket's A Series of Unfortunate Events starring Jim Carrey. Now, I already hear it. I already hear somebody going like, dude, everything you said just went out the window. This is lame. Um, I, okay, my thing is, I like, okay, for what this movie is, and yes, I am someone who's read the books, from what, or uh, I've read the first, like, seven books. I didn't even finish the whole thing. I don't know how many. There might be on, like, 12, 13 books by now. Who knows? Um, and I get that there's a Netflix TV series. I'm not watching it. I don't I don't do no Patrick Harris. I don't like no Patrick Harris. I just never have. Um, anyways, um, what was I gonna say? Sorry, I got distracted. Um I for what this movie is, I think it's I think it's actually kind of adorable. Like I just do. I love the the uh <coughs> like the, the filter, the, the filter on the film. I love just the music. Um, I understand that it's not accurate to the first book, and in fact, it's got like a few of the books combined in it. I get all of that. I still can't walk away from this film saying that I hate it because I don't hate it. I think it's a decent movie. I really do, and I feel like a lot of people don't give it, um, in my opinion, don't give it the love that I think it deserves. I, I think this is, it, it's a pretty decent movie. I think, I think Jim Carrey does a great job in it. I think the kids do a great balancing off of him too. Um, and yeah, it, it's just, it's a fun movie. It, to me, it's just, it's a fun film. There's some moments I really did like authentically, genuinely laugh. I love the, the characters in it. We got like Dustin Hoffman, I think is in this movie. Um, again, Jim Carrey's in this movie. We have Meryl Streep in this film. Um, there's a few other big names in this I cannot think of at the moment. Um, I feel like Cedric the Entertainer's in this too. I could be wrong. He is, he's in this too. Um, who else? Oh yeah, Jennifer Coolidge is in it. Um, oh my gosh, I feel like there's so many. Catherine O'Hara is in it. Yeah, like there's some really, really good big names in this too. And I, I, I just, I, I feel like they had a lot of fun working together. Like that's just what I feel like when I watch this movie. It just seems like everybody had like fun. Um, and I don't, I don't think anyone really took themselves too seriously, which I guess to some people might have been the problem but I don't know to me ultimately I think it's a really decent solid movie if you haven't seen it you probably should at least see it one time and you never have to watch it again but I mean I've seen it at least a dozen times and I think it's just a really good film it's a really good for me it's a really good fall time film I like to watch this film in the fall um but yeah so Lemony Snicket series of unfortunate events give it a watch if you haven't watched it uh next I guess we'll get into this one I'm gonna talk about Disney's The Haunted Mansion starring Eddie Murphy um I love this movie I I really did I actually watched it at the same the same day as I watched another film on this list that I'm gonna get into in just a little bit I watched these two films the same day and I actually was kind of like afraid of watching this movie at first because like it's Haunted Mansion at the time like I was like afraid of everything so I wasn't really sure how I was going to react to this film watched it and I I just loved it I love that they went with more of like okay in my opinion and maybe it's because of the, the the age that I was when it came out but I'm glad they went for more of a comedy approach than a spooky approach um for me for me at that time 
I appreciated that because had it been spooky, you know, I, I went to the movie theaters with my mom and she fell asleep watching the movie. She was, she was very tired. It wasn't that she was bored. She gets very, very tired very easily. So we normally don't go to theaters together. Um, cause she, she'll fall asleep. And sure enough, during the movie, she fell asleep and I was like, oh crap. I'm like by myself watching this movie. And it was like at, towards the beginning. So I was like, I don't even know what to expect. This is going to be like probably really bad for me. I'm going to freak out. The theater isn't really crowded. It's just kind of me, my mom and a few other people. So if something scary happens, I'm kind of screwed. And happily, nothing really scary happened. Instead, it was really funny. It was interesting. I laughed at many of the jokes in it. And I, I really walked away loving this and the other movie that I saw that night too so they were like really really it was just really cool it was really nice to like watch something and go like man I'm not afraid of this if anything I want to buy this when it comes out which is what I said to myself like I when this comes out I really want to make sure that I have this movie because it's it was really fun it was a really fun entertaining film and I think Eddie Murphy does a great job in it I think everyone does a great job in it um is it like is it the best no, it's not. I, you know, I think the problem is a lot of people went in and compared this to Pirates of the Caribbean and thought, well, Pirates of the Caribbean is like, you know, it's it's a swashbuckling, you know, action adventure thing with some jokes in it, but that's what it is. But it's like Haunted Mansion, if it was made to be more like what the ride is, um, would have had to been a different rating altogether because it's not a, it, it's a ride that definitely talks about death in all of its forms it doesn't shy away from you know murder it doesn't shy away from you know um um i guess offing yourself it doesn't shy away from any of that um it doesn't even really shy away from child murder if you get on the one in florida um there's like a family of bus and you find out the kids passed away and one of the adults killed the kids so again it talks about all of these kind of themes and i just don't think that like Disney could have put that in the movie at all. So they kind of had to come up with a whole different concept. And I appreciate the concept that they went with, with, you know, realtors trying to sell this mansion or, you know, you know, trying, yeah, trying to sell the mansion and then finding ghosts inside, like made a lot of sense. And if you play the video game that, that um, came out around the same time as the film, I think to me, I, I like that too, because that's all like that deals with more of what the haunted mansion i guess is about in a sense um and also really would have been a good way to do the movie as well like i i like the ride i mean i like the the game too because i feel like the game was like you could have gone in this direction if you wanted to why didn't you go in this direction however i'm glad that you went in a different direction because it's fun to play the game and watch the movie and they're just two different things like I, 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 in, they're meant to represent each other, but they're two different things. Um, but yeah, it's a really good movie. If you haven't seen it, I really suggest watching it. I know it played a lot on ABC Family. I don't know what that's called, Freeform or whatever now, but like it played a lot on there. But um, yeah, please just go into that movie, which I think people should have done, realizing this is not Pirates of the Caribbean. This is not trying to compete with pirates. Um, the likelihood of it even getting a sequel would be very, very minimal anyway, because again, this is not trying to be pirates, where pirates was like a big huge idea this is something a little bit different um and i'm excited for, for the for the new movie coming out next let's talk about the last three films um or last two films actually sorry the first film you guys might be like what how is this not like what are you talking about i don't i don't see this for it would be the chronicles of narnia the lion the witch and the wardrobe yes 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 i know that the chronicles of narnia the lion the witch and the wardrobe has a following um probably a rather big following because to me it is a phenomenal movie and i will stand behind that for forever 
The Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe is a phenomenal film. It is a great movie. Like, it just, I, I, I really can't not gloat about how great I think this movie is. Um, to me, uh, it is up there with Harry Potter. It is up there with, with uh, in fact, these last two are really, like, I, I love Haunted Mansion as well. I'm biased towards that. But these last two films are definitely up there with your Harry Potter, your Lord of the Rings, your um, Pirates of the Caribbean, you know, the, the three big, big movies of that time, uh, adventure films. These last two definitely. Chronicles of Narnia, the first one was just a masterpiece. Now, I also loved um, Prince Caspian and Boy to the Dawn Treader for their own reasonings and I and I have to state that about Narnia because and that's what I liked about the Narnia books is that none of them are exactly the same if you've read all of the books which I have you'll know that these stories are completely different from one another like there's a, there's a lot of different themes in each book um and so I love that they kind of went there with there they went there with the movies as well um disney was actually responsible for the first two films along with 20th century fox and i believe they backed out before the third film because the second film did not make the money they thought they would make so they backed out leaving 20th century fox and walden media to kind of do it themselves if i'm not mistaken um and that just kind of like changed the the dynamic of everything and it took a while for um Don Treader to eventually come out and then they just kind of stopped making the movies after Don Treader even though I think Don Treader did financially well um and I thought it was good I thought it, I thought it was a decent film I feel like Don Treader kind of uh teeters the line between the first two films because the first two films are, are very different the first film is very it's just very cute heartwarming and you know fuzzy all that stuff it there's obviously very dark things in that but it's also you know done in the time of winter so it's beautiful it came out i believe around christmas time anyway and just you know you got lucy she's this really really young girl she you know meets aslan the lion she's just in awe of him she's got these you know a charming you know uh, uh siblings that you you learn to love you and then you have of course edmund who's just like the bad kid um you have uh or misunderstood kid we'll call her call him that and then you have the white witch who's just you know tilda swinton she's in this you know elegant look i love the different looks of her in that movie i love how her crown shrinks more and more and more um as the kids grow stronger and as aslan's army rises and so it's just a really great powerful movie and i love that prince caspian which i think is another one does not get i don't think the narnia films in general get the credit they deserve but i love how prince caspian like really was doing its own thing to make prince caspian like there there are scenes in that that i'm like dude this rivals like Lord of the Rings with, with these battle scenes, it, like they're not afraid to really go to battle. But again, it's so night and day from the first one. The first one was so like delicate. Like, I don't want to say it's delicate and soft, but it kind of is. It's kind of handled with more kitty gloves. And the second film is like, no, it's about war. There's going to be a war, da 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 things are going to happen, blah, blah, blah. And this is what it is. We're getting a new character. He's going to be the main character. We're going to we're gonna have the other characters in this, but they're going to be much more sidelined than in the first film. And so, you know, when you have films like Harry Potter, Pirates of the Caribbean, Lord of the Rings, where the cast might change a little bit, the main cast is still there. Like, they are the focus. It's, it's different. Because you're like, wait, why is, like, why are we pivoting from him or them to him? And then same thing in, in, in Forge of the Dawn Treader. We kind of pivot back to Lucy and Edmund, but we don't have Susan and Peter as much in the film. And then we have Caspian, but we're really pivoting towards Eustace, their cousin. So it's like, there's a lot happening in Narnia that doesn't happen. And many of the other books or other things I've I've spoken about, where it's like 
nothing is always going to be the same. Things are going to be different. And it's kind of how you navigate those things. And I think that's what I loved about um, the Narnia films and why I think that they deserve the love that they don't really necessarily get. They deserve that to me. I think Narnia is a great movie series. I love this. I have the score for like all three soundtracks or at least the first two. I think they're great. I think Disney did a wonderful job and I'm upset with, I'm upset with Disney for, for, for dropping the ball with Narnia. Like, okay, so what? The second film didn't do what you wanted it to. That's no reason to then just abandon the series. And I have to say, I give it up to 20th Century Fox because to me, when they picked up Voyage of the Dawn Treader, I think they did a very decent job with with that film. It's not a terrible film by any means. I don't think any of these three films are terrible films. To me, they all deserve so much more recognition and credit than they've than they've ever been given. They're so good. Um, Narnia, the first the first film to me is, a, is an actual like cinematic classic to me. I really love that movie. It rivals to me most of like anything else. It's such a really good movie. Um, I love the Harry Potter series. Absolutely. I will say that I think the first Chronicles of Narnia film though, in my opinion, is either just as good or better than the Harry Potter movies. In my opinion, it's really, really decent. I love the just everything about the way that film was done. It was really, really good. Disney did a great job. And like I said, the fact that they ran away from the series. Why, Disney, why? The next film and the last film on this list. Narnia for sure has my heart to a degree. Like, there's a space of my heart that is definitely for Narnia. The rest of it has to be, it belongs to this movie. And that is Peter Pan, 2003, starring Jason Isaac, um, Jeremy Sumter, and I think her name is Rachel Hurtwood. Um, great, great, PJ Hogan was the director. Great, 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 great film. Such a great movie from beginning to end this movie is just it's beautiful dude like it's so it's crazy to me how great this movie is i mean it's a universal film so i mean it it, it should be great but like it's so good and universal like you kind of shot yourself in the foot with this one man because this movie was really good i'm surprised there's not there's like no merch for this movie in universal studios at all there should have been a ride dude there should have been a ride like a 3d experience ride for this like Okay, Disneyland, you know, you get on the Peter Pan ride, you fly over Neverland. This could have been so much cooler. It really could have been so much cooler. Like, I don't think Universal expected this film to be big, but like the fan cult following for this film is insane. I remember a few years back, like maybe more than a few years now, but uh, Jeremy Sumter and Rachel were both in Disneyland Park together. And my friend who like follows the Disneyland page or whatever was like, you'll never believe who's in the park. And we're like, who? And she's like, Jeremy Sumter and, and the girl, Wendy, like Rachel, Rachel uh, Hurtwood from P uh, Peter Pan. I was like, they're both here together? And she's like, yeah, they're both here together. And like, honestly, the next party was like a party of 10 people heard us talking about that in line. And one of the girls goes, yeah, I saw that too. Oh my God, we got to find them. And I'm like, I'm not going to go stalking celebrities, but cool. I'm glad they're here. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, it was such a big, big deal that they were there because of how like, iconic their movie was i think they were just like meeting up to hang out or some junk but like it was so cool and like for me okay here like harry potter peter pan this version of peter pan let me tell you guys i watched this movie almost every day almost every day for two years i i kid you not for two years i was so in love with this film i like 
got into acting. I went into acting classes after seeing this film like, in theaters. This is the movie, I, by the way, that I went to go see with my mom, the, the Haunted Mansion. I saw this one first and then the Haunted Mansion. We both saw our own movies first. And then we went to go see Haunted Mansion together and that's when she fell asleep. Um, but yeah, I after seeing this film in the movies, I told my dad I want acting classes because I, I wanted to do something just like this. I needed to do something just like this. It was so important for me to have something like this like on my resume. And this, like, this movie, I was already writing my own stories when I was a kid, but this movie also inspired me to write um, a series of books that I've written that are not published, but um, it inspired me to write that. And I, there's a character in one of my books that is much like Jeremy Sumter's description. Um, and I just, cause I just fell in love with this movie. I was like, this is a great movie. So it inspired me on so many levels. Again, it inspired me to want to get into acting, wanted to get into film work. Like I, when I got that movie, when I got the DVD for that film, like, first of all, I, I like, I remember like hunting it down as in like, I had to know when this film was going to drop, when it was going to be released. So I, uh, Hollywood video used to have this thing where like every kind of couple of months they would, you know, tell you, oh, this movie's coming out this, this time at this time, you know, you can buy it here. I bought every, not like not bought, but I went to Hollywood video and I got every one of their brochures for the next couple of months after I saw the film to make sure that I knew when the movie was coming out, when I could buy it, all that. I was in love with this movie, like obsessed to the point where when I bought the, the DVD for it, I watched all of the bonus features. I had to know everything about this movie, how it was made, um, how they chose what they chose. I had to know everything. This movie really captured my imagination and it, which is crazy because like I've, again, I'm a huge Disney fan. Disney's always been my, my go-to. This is something that was not done by Disney, but it really captured me. And there are other, you know, studios that have done that as well. Like for example, Nickelodeon, Good Burger, mwah. <laughs> so good that movie's um, that movie's amazing madeline which i think was a tri-star or columbia movie such a good movie for kids um harriet the spy great movie like matilda good movie but like peter pan a never-ending story yes but like this movie was just so good my cousin soraya she's like three she's three years older than me we went to go see the hulk um, the Eric Van Hulk, yeah, that one. Uh, we went to go see that movie, and the Peter Pan movie was a trailer in within that movie. Um, like, you know, before you watched it, there was a trailer for it. And my cousin Soraya, she's never been, like, I've never seen her so jazzed to see something. This was completely not something I saw Soraya liking. She comes over, like, we're watching the movie. She turns to me and she goes, we're gonna go see this together. We never did, but the fact that she was that, like, Soraya, interest, like, at the time we called girls like tomboys, but she was so not, this did not look like anything that would be up her alley at all. Like I just didn't, mine of course, but hers, no way. She literally turned to me and goes, we're gonna go see this together. And I'm like, the fact that, cause I was, I was on that page too. By the way, in the, in the trailer for the movie, they played Coldplay's Clocks, which was the perfect, the perfect song for that trailer. I don't know, whoever did that trailer, you deserve a raise because you picked the perfect song for that. Like if it wasn't for Coldplay's Clocks and just how amazing it, it felt with that, every scene they showed, I was like, bro, this is gonna be a fucking classic. And then I went to go see the movie, like I said, with, with, uh, with my mom. 
oh, by myself and then with my mom. Um, and then like a month later, my cousins went to go see it. And like my younger cousins went to go see it. And they were like, oh my God, have you seen the new Peter Pan movie? I'm like, yes, it's so good. They loved it, which I was like shocked about. My cousin Soraya, she ended up like watching it on HBO a few times with us. Like everybody I knew in my family who like wasn't really into this stuff as much as I was, all loved this movie. So I was like, this is something that we can all really watch together and enjoy together and everybody likes it with all our different personalities and what we like, what we like or what we, you know, who we are in stages of our own lives. Everybody loved that movie. And then like, even my friends, like we talked about it recently at work and how many people are like, I love that version. It made me love Peter Pan, da da da. Like, and I mean like, you know, Jason Isaac, we knew him from Harry Potter. He was a uh, Malfoy's father, I think. I think, but yeah, by that time he had been already been introduced in the Harry Potter movies, so we knew his face a little bit from that. But yeah, like it's just such a such a great movie. I even have the soundtrack for the movie. Um, I love it, and it's it's kind of sad too because like I've seen other Peter Pan projects since then, and oh, man, nothing, nothing, nothing compares to that movie. Like the casting was brilliant, the colors were brilliant, everything about this movie was just brilliant. I can go and I could quote this movie backwards and forwards, you guys. Like, I still can. I haven't watched it in years, to be honest with you, because I watched it for two years of my life every single day, pretty much. Like, I was a huge Jeremy Sumter fan. I was just like, I've seen that movie so many times. Like, oh my gosh, I just... Yeah, I wanted to start quoting the movie to you right now, but I'm not going to. I wanted to like Wendy's opening opening monologue, uh, opening uh, <laughs> monologue dialogue or whatever. Um, I'm not gonna do it, but like I, I'm so tempted to right now. Like it's it's like right there at the end of my time. I'm like Cinderella flew through the air, far from all things ugly and ordinary. When she landed at the ball, she found herself most impertinently surrounded by pirates. There was Elf Mason. So ugly, his mother sold him for a bottle of Moscow. Bill Dukes, every inch of him tattooed. And the cruelest of them all, Hook. <laughs> I Like, I could do the whole thing. The whole thing. Like, <laughs> so bad. I can do the whole movie. I, I've watched this movie so many times, you guys. I can do the whole thing. Oh, it's so terrible. <laughs> But it's so good. I watched the movie Pan, and I'm gonna, okay, look, I've seen Pan like maybe three times. And the first time I watched it, I, the first time I watched Pan was in theaters. I was going to work and Pan had just come out and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go watch Pan and then I'm gonna go to work. I don't know why I'm gonna do that. And I did it. And oh man, I was so disappointed. I was so, like, I did I think it was gonna be a sequel? No, did I think it was gonna be anything? No. But I was so disappointed in, in Pan. Pan was so bad when I first saw it. It was so bad. I've watched it twice since then, and it's not as bad as it was, but it's not great by any means either. But I'm just like, this This could have been so much better. And the fact that it wasn't just as like, first of all, Garrett Hedlund or Garrett Hedlund, whatever. I, I love him too. I really do. I loved him in, um, uh, uh, what is that movie called? Georgia Rule. I loved him in, uh, Four Brothers. I loved him in, um, Tron Legacy, but he has a tendency to play in movies where like Aragon, where you're just like, no dude, I don't know who he was channeling for this, but I'm like, you know, you're not Indiana Jones in this movie, right? Like you're, you're going to be Hook. So maybe be more like Hook. Um, I, <sighs> Hugh Jackman, 
I, I, oh, Hugh Jackman, I, I, I don't know what he was thinking in this movie. Like, I just don't know what he was thinking at all. But thank you so much for Wolverine and The Greatest Showman. I appreciate you for those roles. But yeah, I don't know what the hell you were thinking in this movie. Um, yeah, this movie was, this movie was a lot. Like, it was, oh, it was a lot. The kid who played Peter Pan, though, I will, you know, I have to give credit where it's due. I feel like he did the best he could with what he was given and it was good i saw him in, in a wrinkle in time and i thought he was great in that too it, it, it's sad because i feel like he gets put in movies where like he isn't was he in a wrinkle in time or am i am i lying is he in that i feel like with oprah i feel like he is in that oh no i saw him in another movie too where he's like he's got a babysitter i think it's a christmas film but it's like a horror film sort of like a slasher movie he did a great job in that too he's a really good actor he just gets put in things that I'm just like, nobody's watching this or this is bad. Like, like a wrinkle in time, I actually thought he did a decent job. I think everybody in that movie did a decent, decent job, if I'm being honest. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's this list. Um, if you guys have not seen these movies, give them a watch. One more time, we're going to run down the movies really, really quickly. And then that's what we'll call it night. Uh, the movies <laughs> are as follows, and this is no, in no particular order. Uh, Bridge to Terabithia, uh, City of Ember, it's going to be Bedtime Stories, starring Adam Sandler. Imagine That with Eddie Murphy, Haunted Mansion with Eddie Murphy, Alex Ryder, Operation Stormbreaker with Ian McGregor. Um, we also have The Seeker, The Darkness is Rising, with Alexander Ludwig being the star of that film. Um, we have The Thief Lord, which is a really, really good movie as well. Inkheart with Brandon Fraser, make sure to watch that. The Golden Compass with Nicole Kidman and Daniel Craig. We have The Spiderwick Chronicles with Freddie Highmore, good movie. A Series of Unfortunate Events with Meryl Streep, Inter uh, Cedric the Entertainer, and of course Jim Carrey, good, good movie. Um, Stardust with Robert De Niro and, um... Michelle Pfeiffer and Claire Danes, another really great film. Uh, Chronicles of Narnia with Tilda Swinton. Um, my man, William Mosley. I love him so much. Um, there's just so many other. Oh, of course, um, Liam Neeson as um, Asland. So very, very cool. Good, good, great, 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 great movie. Um, and then, of course, uh, Peter Pan with Jason Isaac, Jeremy Sumter, and Rachel Hurtwood. Great movies. All these movies are fantastic. Um, I wish I could tell you what platforms to find them on. Again, I own all these films, so I can't, like, I can't guarantee I'll give you the right information on where they're from. Um, I know that, obviously, movies like Narnia, um, let's see, Narnia, in fact, a lot of these films are Paramount, wow. Uh, Narnia, Haunted Mansion, and bedtime stories you can oh and bridge Serbithia, those four you can all find on disney channel i would or disney i'm sorry disney in general um i would assume um imagine that um let's see there's imagine that spiderwick chronicles series of unfortunate events stardust all those films i would imagine you can find on paramount plus most likely um i don't know about peter pan i'm gonna say probably amazon prime just because um there's a lot of movies i've watched on hbo and they seem to make their way on amazon prime as well you probably can find some uh, most of these on amazon prime um i, I would assume of uh, the golden compass 
on oh you know i would assume peter pan golden compass probably on hbo plus if not uh, or hbo max if not on amazon prime ink heart i don't know thief, thief lord i did saw i sorry hello words thief lord and the seeker i did see on something recently i want to say those are both on amazon prime i could be wrong uh alex Ryder, operation stormbreaker i really don't know hopefully it's on something good um uh, and then City of Ember, again, I don't know. I wish I could tell you where uh, that one is at. But yeah, that's going to be the end of this one. I really appreciate you guys for listening. I will see you guys very, very soon. Um, yeah. Bye, guys. Have a great night.